start a wave. It starts with me, then it goes to another, and then it goes to another, and then it goes to another. You know how rumors do. Rumors travel so fast. But can we share the goodness of the Lord? Because it's more juicier than any gossip you've ever heard. It's good news to know. Even in the midst of a dark world.
in the earth to not only live a lifestyle before God, but live a lifestyle before man. This is our way of lifting him up. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Basically, if you just live right, talk right, do right, I'll draw men to myself. Because they'll want to know why you can sleep at night. They don't want to know why you are not all up in the arm. Truly, we are living in troubling times. But Jesus, he said, don't fear. For I've overcome the world. My God. Come on and bless the Lord for overcoming the Hallelujah. Hear the word of the Lord today. For I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask you guys to come down and sit with everybody today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. My God. It is very pertinent in this hour not to give up. It is very pertinent in this hour not to give up. I would love to tell you that things are going to get better. I would love to say that things are going to get smoother. I would love to say that things are, are going to just turn around. But the Bible tells us that these things will come. And here many people say, why pray? Why call upon the name of the Lord? Because it's necessary. And everything that is going on and everything that is happening, God's desire is see, to see the hearts of man turn towards him. There is hope. There is something better. And today, we've got to stand firm in the faith. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this word today. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the midst of your people. And Lord God, today, I decrease that you would increase. Lord God, words of faith, oh God, today, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we must believe. We must believe in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord God, we thank you today and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We're looking at Romans 10 and 8. Romans 10 and 8. We'll have some other scriptures as well. But today. Today. It's in your mouth.
It's in your mouth. Did you know, did you know, did you know the dental hygienist can tell when you have unhealthy, unhealthy eating habits? The dental hygienist, I didn't say the dentist. I said the dental hygienist can tell if you have unhealthy eating habits. I was at the dentist it was about a year ago. It was about a year ago. About a year ago and my dental hygienist who knows my my mouth and my teeth very well, he said, "You haven't you you've gotten off your your eating game. You you've not been eating the way you normally do." I said, really? How can you tell? I can tell by the health of your mouth. Isn't that amazing? That our mouth can indicate what is going, what could possibly happen to our bodies. So much so that uh, according to the Colgate Professional Systems and other um, people who follow dentistry, it says good oral and dental hygiene can help bad breath. Well, we know that, right? Tooth decay and gum disease and can and can help you keep your teeth as you get older. An unhealthy mouth, especially if you have gum disease, check this out, may increase your risk of serious health problems such as heart attack, stroke, poorly controlled diabetes and preterm labor. And so when I, when I looked this up, it was it was pretty much across the board. Anyone who does any type of research or anything that has to do with our mouth, they pretty much said the same thing. And our mouth is very important. It's amazing how powerful our mouth is. It's in our mouth. So today, as we look at the scripture in Romans 10 and 8 through 11, it says, but what does it say? The word is near you. The word is near you. I feel sorry for people who are giving up on God right now because they don't understand the word of God. The word is near you. Guess what? It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him, has raised him from the dead, you will be saved for the heart of the one who believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Someone say it's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. Um, I, 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 I'm going to ask you guys to say that again, because, see, this is a this is a belief message. You may be looking at this as, you know, Romans is Romans 10 and 8. And it is the basic foundation of us uh, giving our lives to the Lord and and all those type of things. But one of the things that happens with this particular text is it is practice for the rest of your Christian walk. The fact that. He says in this that 
we if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. In other words, get ready to start confessing some things. Get ready to start speaking some things. Get ready to start believing some things. We must believe. So once again, let me hear you say it's in your mouth. I like that. It's in my mouth. That that's why that and that's that's why we need to go. That's where we need to go. We need to understand that we need to believe that it's in our mouth. The word says in the first uh, phrase there, it says the word is near you. Uh, let, let, let me paint a picture for you real quick, because, see, if the word is nearest, that means it's somewhere in the vicinity. In other words, we need to get to the place where the word is so close to us that no matter what happens, it just the word begins to come out. No matter what situation comes up, the word begins to come out because See, the whole the whole thing behind confessing Jesus as our Lord and Savior is God was is was preparing us in that initial confession. God was preparing us and saying, hey, check this out. This is something I'm going to have you do now. So you'll be ready to do it later on down the line. Confess with your mouth. The word is near you in your mouth, in your heart. That is the word of faith. That if you confess. So I believe that our confession of Jesus Christ is the practice portion of confession development. In other words, we need to understand that when we first gave our lives to Christ and the, the preacher said that you have to confess that you you have to confess that you believe that the Lord Jesus raised from the dead and, and believe in your heart. When you do that, it is the first prerequisite of you learning how to declare the word of the Lord in the atmosphere. And it ends by saying in verse 11 at the latter, the latter says, whoever believes in him, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. In other words, when we believe, when we believe, we will not. First of all, we will not be shamed of him because, first of all, Jesus said, if you're afraid to own me in front of men, I'll be ashamed to own you in front of me. So understand that when we believe, when we get to the place that we believe so wholeheartedly, when we get to the place where we believe that, that, that for God I live, for God I die, when we, when we get to that place where we just believe, you know, to the place where we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we get to the place where we understand, hey, this gospel has more validity than the things that we see going on around us. Even yesterday at the picnic, we saw something take place because the people, they believed in what they were doing. And when you have that belief, you, 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 you will do whatever it is that you do anywhere, anytime. And as believers in Jesus Christ, we need to we need to have that same type of tenacity. We need to have that same type of determination that no matter what comes our way, no matter what thought comes our way, no matter what situation comes our way, no matter what circumstance comes our way, we need to believe that what the word is in our mouth. One of the things that we need to understand is that complaining neutralizes faith. One of the biggest things that 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 makes it hard for faith to come about for for hard uh, makes it hard for faith to to grow to to uh, obtain strength is complaining. Uh, 
One of the things that happened with the children of Israel, God got tired of hearing the children of Israel complain over and over and over again. Because in complaining, it's, it's hard for, for things to manifest because, you know, God's word is true. God's word is. And, and so because of the complaining, God's word was delayed. I don't never believe that God's word will never come to pass. I just believe complaining delays are prophetic words. I believe negative talk delays what God wants to do in our life. Look at the children of Israel who wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have 40 years to wait for God's promise to come to pass. So I need to understand, I need to grasp the concept that the word of God is near my mouth. It's in my mouth. I talked about the dental hygienists and how they, they know what kind of uh, eating habits you have. What kind of spiritual eating habits do we have? Uh, what what, what, what kind of spiritual eating habits are we, are we operating in that, that when something happens, uh, are, are we able to get around the complaint and begin to speak life uh, as it says in Proverbs uh, 18? Uh, are we able to, are we able to speak life? Do we have enough spiritual dental hygiene uh, enough spiritual dental health that we we can speak those things as though they're not is there enough belief in our mouth is there enough faith in our mouth this scripture talks about the word of faith one of the things that i find interesting is that most word of faith churches are not really speaking the level of faith that they once did where is your faith? Jesus said it. Where is your faith? Belief is the conduit to victory. Belief is the conduit. What kind of what kind of dental spiritual dental health do we have going on? Are we eating the proper foods in our mouth? Are we placing the proper things in our mouth to continue to allow uh, uh, development of the Word of God? in our mouth it's in your mouth your victory is in your mouth your overcoming power is in your mouth hallelujah hallelujah we cannot allow intimidation to overtake the power of the word that is in our mouth we cannot be intimidated just as Pastor Tracy said, some things have happened in the last 24 hours that will make people weak, that will make people turn around, that will make people give up. Pastor Tracy did some research while we were gone. And, and um, of course, being in Las Vegas, we were we were uh, in the in the vicinity of the area where the man did the shootings. And and I don't know. I guess I hadn't really paid attention to how many people were killed in that, but a lot more people than what I thought were killed. And I just began to think, my God. And so in the midst of that, we have to understand and believe that those things happen. These things happen that that God is drawing us closer. He is saying it's time for revival. It's time for us to draw closer. Hallelujah. And we will we will continue to speak. We will continue to understand that the word, the power.
power of the word of God is in our mouth because in John it says John 1 it says in the beginning was the word the word was God and word was with God and because the word was with God the word is with us because he created us in his image he created us in his likeness and because he was the one who spoke everything into existence everything that you see was created by the creator through his what his mouth there was nothing that he didn't say that didn't come to pass the fact that we have dirt, we have trees, we have foliage, we have the fowls, the birds of the air, we have the sea, the waters were divided and placed to where they were needed to be and the land was put where it was needed. Why, how was that done? It was through God's mouth. It's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. Why aren't we seeing the things that we want to see in our life? Because we're not using our mouth. Why is there so much turmoil and confusion in our homes, uh, on our jobs? Because we're not using our mouth. It's in your mouth. The word of God is near you. Understand that the word of God is near you. In other words, uh, the, the word is already there. All we have to do is speak to activate what God has promised. I love the word of the Lord that came today about sending the text message. If you want to see the manifestation of God, do something and, and right before your eyes, follow the instructions of the prophetic word that is given to you when God speaks. I've been reading in the book of Jeremiah, hallelujah, and it's crazy how the prophet of the Lord will speak to people and people will say, oh, I don't believe it. In the word of God, in the Old Testament, one of the greatest prophets uh, in the Old Testament, Jeremiah, which we love to quote uh, some of his scriptures. Uh, but see, read the rest of the book uh, and you understand why those scriptures was put into place. You'll understand why uh, Jeremiah 1 and 6, uh, God had to tell him before I knew you, uh, you in, in your, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. When you, when you get to 29 and 11 uh, and you understand why he said what he said to Jeremiah in 29 and 11 because the rest of the book Jeremiah is going through He's a prophet that nobody wants to listen to. He's a prophet that people want to bound up and put in the chains because he had the word in his mouth. And see, many times we're trying to understand why there's adversity coming, why circumstances are happening. Why well, I think because God is trying to get that word out of your mouth. Quit sitting on that word. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm, I'm not tooting my horn or Pastor Tracy's horn. But one thing I do know that when you come to Rafa Kingdom Community Church, you will get the word. Quit sitting on that word and use that word. Use the word against your enemies. Use the word to take authority over the atmosphere. Use the word. Use the word to operate in victory. Use the word to function in overcoming power. Use the word. The word is in your mouth. So Jeremiah would give, he would give prophetic word that they would be taken into bondage, into captivity. And they would be like, no, someone's put you up to this. God didn't say that. And in the next chapter, you'll see, or sometimes the same chapter where you'll see the manifestation of God's word comes to pass. And now they're dead. How many people have received a prophetic word today and they didn't believe it? They didn't heed the voice of the Lord. Where are they now? 
We got to take God serious. We got to take him at his word because God word, God's word is true. We might as well get get in line with him. We might as well start speaking the word of faith. Hallelujah. The first prerequisite is confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Believe that he rose from the dead. I believe sometimes we just take that for granted. Hallelujah. That the confession of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Many people can confess God. Many people can say God. Hallelujah. Many people are saying God, but they're not they're not living for God. They're just saying God and they're saying God this and God well there's many gods but there's only one Jesus I'm not discounting God at all but understand that the name of Jesus Christ is powerful it is God he is God in the flesh the power of the Holy Spirit confession that is the word of faith which we preach We need to be, we need to make sure that we can stand fast. First Corinthians 16 and 13 says, watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave and be strong. The power to stand firm is in our mouth. The power to stand firm in this season, in this hour is very important to understand the power of God. To stand in the power of God. Matthew 21 and 19 says, and seeing a fig tree far down the road, he came to it. This is Jesus. He came to it and found nothing on it but leaves and said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the fig tree withered away. Because Jesus knows that the word is in his mouth. What are you looking for in your life? What are you looking to see grow? What are you looking to see expand? What are you looking to see go forth in your life? Have you spoke faith to it? Have you have you spoke to that mountain, that mountain that you need to move? Hallelujah. Jesus said, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, have you used the word? Have you got allowed the word that's in your mouth to come forth and to speak to that situation? Don't look at your setback as failure. See your setback as a setup for a step up. Don't look at your setback as failure, but see your setback as a setup for a step up. Pastor Tracy and I had an opportunity to get 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 away and and to uh, and, and to uh, get some motivation for for the business and stuff. And at the same time, of course, it was good time away. And that whole time, I I just kept thinking thoughts of of uh, of doing greater, being determined, doing things even greater, getting better. What can we do better? What can what 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 do we need to do? And the, and the whole time the Lord was speaking to me, we have to walk this thing in faith. We have to speak faith. We have to believe uh, in faith that he's going to do even greater things. Because see, it's not about our own abilities. We can go to this convention and they have motivational speakers and say all these wonderful things 
is. But if you're not speaking in faith, if you're not walking in faith, if you're not willing to step out in faith, Peter was willing to step out in faith. He saw Jesus walking on the water. He thought, man, that's cool. I want to do that. And so Jesus said, come on out. Come on out. And everybody else was sitting in the boat saying, I ain't doing that. See, many times we have that mentality. We see somebody step out in faith in the area and they're like, well, I can't do that. But see, you can do it. God has placed the ability on the inside of you to do things. But, but many times we hold back. We hold back and we, we, we kind of stay in our corner while we watch somebody else be successful. And see, Peter didn't necessarily, he wasn't totally successful, but he was successful enough to be put in the word of God that he was a man of faith enough to walk out on the stormy seas and walk towards Jesus. It, was, it wasn't until he took his eyes off of Jesus that he came to failure. While we're speaking the word of faith, we got to keep our eyes on Jesus. We got to keep our eyes on him. We got to stay focused. One of the problems that we have today is staying focused and keeping our attention on him. We have a problem keeping focus on the one who could get us to where we need to go. Hallelujah. Many times we begin to feel success. We begin to feel good about some things. Hallelujah. Well, I got a little raise. I might be able to do something now. I got a better job. I may be able to do a little something on my own now, but it's not in our own ability. It's in him. It's in Christ. Hallelujah. We live, move, and have our being. So we must keep our eyes on him. We must keep focused. Thank you, Lord, for the raise. Thank you, Lord, for the bonus. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing. But I'm keeping my eyes on you. I cannot worry. I cannot, I cannot sway to the left or to the right. But I have to keep my eyes on you. Hallelujah. I may fail. I may stumble. But at the same time, I know you're there. So reach down and pick me up out of the water. Hallelujah. Sometimes I may feel overwhelmed. I may feel like I'm drowning. I may feel like I can't do it. But Lord, I'm going to keep my eyes on you because I know you're going to give me a helping hand and pull me out of the muck and the mire that I'm in. Hallelujah. So I know and I understand that the words in my mouth, hallelujah, is in my mouth. We've got to stay focused. we got to stay determined. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We have to stay focused. We have to stay determined. Hallelujah. We've got to push. we got to press. Hallelujah. Things may seem like it's getting hard and like it's getting rough. Hallelujah. You may feel like the weight of the world is on you, but it's nothing but a deception from the enemy. Hallelujah. It's nothing but a deception from the enemy. Hallelujah. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a of a sound mind. Hallelujah. So we got to speak those things. We got to speak those things. We got to live those things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has given me a mind of power. Hallelujah. He's given me love. He's given me a sound mind. Hallelujah. And I thank God today. I thank him for the focus. I thank you for the focus. It's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. I'm determined to speak, to declare the word of the Lord in my home, in my church, in my community, on my job, because I understand wherever my feet go, hallelujah, I can take authority over the atmosphere. Nobody can control me. Hallelujah. Nobody can do anything to me. 
Hallelujah. No danger shall befall me because I walk in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. When you understand kingdom authority, wherever your feet go, there is peace. Hallelujah. That surpasses all earthly understanding. Hallelujah. And you begin to speak peace. Peace be still. Peace be still. Confusion will not have its part. Confusion will not have its way. Peace be still. Hallelujah. 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 When you understand, hallelujah, that you are a giver. When you understand that you're a giver. Hallelujah. And the enemy wants to move in your finances. Hallelujah. You begin to speak of your bank account and say, the devil is a liar. For I'm a giver. Hallelujah. I place my tithes and offering in the bucket every week. Hallelujah. That I'm supposed to. Hallelujah. And I understand that I'm proving God. Hallelujah. That he will open up windows of heaven. Hallelujah. He will open up windows of heaven that I will not have room enough to receive. And Lord God, I'm believing for the overflow, even though the enemy is trying to attack my finances. Hallelujah. And so you begin to speak over that bank account. And you say, bank account, line up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because I'm a giver, you have no right. You have no authority in my bank account. Hallelujah. Speak the word that's in your mouth. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God, we've got to believe. We've got to believe. We got to believe. We got to believe. I, I just this thing has been burning in my spirit for some weeks now because I believe uh, that people uh, faith that uh, their faith uh, has gone dim. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because people are looking at situations, they're looking at circumstances, they're looking at everything uh, like it's impossible for me to live right. It's impossible for me to live holy. It's impossible possible for me to get from day to day hallelujah because there's so many things getting over getting get, uh, going on but the bible says when my heart is overwhelmed take me to the rock that's higher than i hallelujah i don't i'm not trying to brag or anything else but i just want to let you know hallelujah i'm finding myself more and more in that prayer room hallelujah because i understand and know that what god wants to do is bigger than me he's bigger than me and I can't do it by myself but I tell you what with God all things are possible we need to eliminate the defeated mindset we must we must we must have victory in Jesus 1 Corinthians 15 and 57 says but Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. The word is in your mouth. I thank you, God, for giving me the victory. I thank you, Jesus, for giving me the victory. I thank you that you overcame sin and death. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. See, we got to get the word in our mouth. We got to get the word deep down in, in us so much so that it's just ready to come out. John 16 and 33 says, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will what? Have tribulation. <laughs> but there's good news. Be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. 
somebody somebody in Dayton needs to understand huh, that you will have tribulations uh, but Jesus has overcome the world over in El Paso uh, somebody needs to hear the word of the Lord uh, that the tribulations will come but Jesus Christ has overcome the world why did Jesus say uh, why did Jesus say uh, that he overcame the world because see because he overcame the world you overcame you overcame sin you overcame death you overcame impoverished you came you overcame a poverty mentality you overcame lack you overcame all kind of situations sicknesses and disease because Jesus has overcome the world hallelujah you have that same ability. You are overcomer. Hallelujah. Because Jesus has overcome the word. The word is in your mouth. Jesus spoke to the fig tree and caused it to wither up. And it was the, the disciples was in utter amazement. Proverbs 18 21. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it though who those who love it will eat the fruit thereof i want i want i want to work on this a little bit cuz it says death and life is in the power of the tongue so we're not focused on death right right we we're, we're not y'all y'all can talk to me y'all can talk to me we're not focused on but we're focused on life how many like fruit how many of y'all like fruit uh, yeah, we'll, we'll help you out. <laughs> we had an opportunity to uh, grab some apples there at the uh, place where we were staying, and and uh, the first apple I had was good. It was good. it was so good I just slurped it right. I was like, wow, this was a good apple. So I got an apple from the same place a couple of days later, and it was half rotten. Uh, it wasn't so good, but that's the way fruit is. And that's the way fruit is from our lips, from our tongue. The power of death and life is in the tongue. So uh, uh, when, you, when, you, when you understand that your tongue has the power of life and death, in it, you, you, you understand that once you speak life and then you begin to see the manifestation of the life that you're speaking, you're like, oh, that was good. I, that, that piece of fruit was good. But when you when, when something when, when something happens that's intense and, and all of a sudden uh, you you let something out of your mouth that you didn't want to say, it's like, oh it's almost like a bitter taste. Like that 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 that, that was overdone. That that was past his time. We, we we got to because see most of the time what happens when we say stuff that's out of order, when we use our tongue to say things that, that's out of order, that, that that's based on the, the thing. Because see a lot of times uh, we, we end up speaking stuff from our past based on the fact that we, we, that's how we used to react. Uh, uh, that's how we used to do things. Uh, and the old man rises up. Uh, we talked about flesh for a few weeks because see the power of death and life is in the tongue. And so sometimes the dead man wants to rise up and, and say some things and do something. Uh, and so then we begin to eat the fruit of that and we're wondering where did that come from it's in our mouth life let us speak life 
Let us speak life. I'm telling you, when you speak life, when you speak the word of God, when you say good things, when you're, when you're and you know, sometimes it's not about just speaking the word. Sometimes you're just saying good things based on the scripture that, that, that you notice in your spirit. You're, you're, you're saying, you know what, son? I know that you could do this. You know what, son? I know you have the capacity to do it. You know why? Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he that has begun a good work in you is faithful. I know God has begun a good work in you, Anthony, because... I'm praying for you. Hallelujah. I know that God has begun a good work in you, Tamir, because I'm praying for you. I see God's ability in you. Hallelujah. I see the growth in you. I know, I know, I know that God's begun a good work in you tonight because God know I see the good work that God has done in you because God is your creator. He's faithful and just. I know, I know, I know that God is doing a good work in you, baby Brandon, because I see God moving. I see you gravitating to instruments and, and things of that nature. Hallelujah. I know he's begun a good work. See, you you got to speak the word of him. I don't care how old they are. You got to speak the word. You got to, it's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. Understand that this school year is coming up and it's a very pivotal time in these children's lives. Hallelujah. You need to speak the word over them. Hallelujah. You have a blessed, productive day. I pray that God, hallelujah, will keep your focus, keep your attention Hallelujah. I pray that every distraction will be dismantled in your life. Everything around you. Hallelujah. That you will get AIDS. Hallelujah. I declare you will get AIDS. I will declare. See, a lot of this stuff is not happening because we're not speaking it. We spend too much time looking at all the negative activity that goes on in their lives and wondering what's going on. Are you speaking over their lives? Are you are you are you putting oil on them? Hallelujah! Are you praying over them? Are you praying together? Hallelujah! Are you releasing the anointing in your house so that they know when they come home they're coming home to a spiritual environment? Hallelujah! Are the men speaking in their atmosphere? Hallelujah! Are you declaring that this house we will? serve the Lord. Hallelujah. You're speaking into your atmosphere. We will be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Are you speaking into your house? This is a house of prosperity. In the name of Jesus, we will walk in unified as a unified front. Hallelujah. My children will pray. My children will know the word. My children will live right. My children will live holy. Are you speaking the word? The word is in your mouth. I'm sorry, y'all weren't supposed to do all this. But it's in me. It's in me. It's in me. The belief we have to believe. We have to believe. We have to believe. We have to believe. It is so important to believe. With every fiber in our body, we have to believe. Yes, in all these things, Romans 8.37. Yes, in all these things. Can, some, can somebody say that? Can, all these things. All these things. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. All these things. There is no limit. There is nothing in the earth that we cannot conquer. 
There is nothing in the earth we cannot conquer. It says, yet in all these things, there, there was, that means everything inclusive of everything that you could possibly ever think that could go wrong. So why is it we are always saying, well, I don't, I don't think I can do that. It says here in Romans 8, 37, that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. In all these things, hey, we're more than conquerors over racism. We're, we're more than conquerors over hate, hate crimes. We're more than conquerors over drugs and alcohol. We're more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors over family issues and over generational curses. Everything that you can put out there and throw out there, we're more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors over car trouble. We're more than conquerors over, over house trouble. We're, we're more than conquerors over, over every situation and circumstance. We're more than conquerors over financial situations and, and bills and, 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 and we're more than conquerors it said, and you're in all these things because see when this was written I believe God wanted us to understand that no matter what the situation no matter what year time or, 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 or age we lived in all things that will ever come or ever happen we are more than conquerors you got to believe you got to believe you got to believe. You got to believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can and I will do all things through Christ. With Christ being my focus, my attention, the center of my attention. Hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. I'm going to ask Brother Roosevelt to come up. Hallelujah. It's just a little something that I, I had a vision on. Because, see, we need to understand that the word is near our mouth. Okay? So what I have on here is I'm going to say these things. You, you read that the best of your ability. I know that's my chicken scratch. <laughs> but this is just a, a vision of what God gave me. Okay? Because see, many times we there are things that are being said, and sometimes it may not even be verbally said. Sometimes it just may be something that, that's in our mind that we think about ourselves. So you can't you can't do it. I can do all things through Christ. Philippians 3 and 14. You'll never make it. Being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it. You're not good enough. The Lord has made you the head, not the tail, above only and not beneath. Deuteronomy 28 13. Let's go ahead and do the last one. Okay? With men, it is with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Mark ten and twenty seven. You're not strong enough. That's right. You're not strong enough. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Psalms twenty seven. 
Amen. The word is near your mouth. Amen. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word is in your mouth. It's in your mouth. It is so important for us to understand it's time to believe. If, if you've been, been believing at a certain level, it's time to take your belief to another level. Wherever that level is, you got to go even further. We can't stop. We can't turn around. We can't quit. We can't give up. We can't plateau. We can't get satisfied. And so, you know, one of the things about this Christian walk, it is so easy to get satisfied. Well, at least I ain't doing like they ain't doing. You know, at least, at least I'm doing this and at least I'm doing that. And as soon as you say that, God allows something to happen and, and it caused you to stumble. We can't get arrogant. We can't get high minded. It's so easy for us to down talk other people and, and be in a position where we where, where we just feel like we're just better than everybody else. It's easy to do that. But are we doing what we're supposed to do? Are we walking in faith according to what God has called us to do? There's always room for us to get better. Always room, always room. Paul said, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. I watched a movie while, um, while, while we were away. And I didn't know what it was. I just saw the rock in it. And it was talking about the family that wrestles. I mean, there ain't nothing nobody ever heard of. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Let me check it out. And basically it was about this family who wrestled. They, and they knew they were good at wrestling. You know, we're talking about WWE type wrestling. And, and, and you know. It's a, it's a, it's all the act and all that is not for real, for real, but they were good at doing it. They was a family that did it. And an opportunity came up for them to go to the WWE. That's all what they, they all, the whole family ever dreamed about. And you know what? They just knew that they were so good that they were going to get in. And it was a son and daughter team of, you know, parents that raised them that way. They just knew both of them was going to get in. And what happened was the daughter got in and the son didn't. Because in their mind, they were they were the best at what they do. And many times we feel like we're the best at where we are. Until we get in certain environments and find out we're not there. We need to make sure that we're not. Walking around and acting like we're somewhere we're not. And make sure that that word is in our mouth. Make sure that word is in our mouth. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. And everything you see is because of the word of God. I'm going to pray. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, today for the word that's in our mouth.